Blog Talk Radio. Hey y'all, it's Chad Bearden and you're listening to Weekdays with Murph. I'm trying to remember someone I can't forget. Like a song I don't know that I can't get out of my head. Can't seem to shake the Hi, listeners, and welcome to another edition of Weekdays with Murph. Today on the show, we welcome super talented singer-songwriter Laura Mustard. Well, um, I talked with Laura about her career, her, her uh, 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 music, including her uh, brand new single, uh, written with a mutual friend of ours, uh, as well as anything that she's got, got uh, planned for the future that she's working on. And, and folks, before I bring Laura on, uh, when I tell you that that a sweeter girl does not exist, well, well, uh, you'll just see. So, uh, with that being said, let's go ahead and welcome uh, the lovely Miss Laura Mustard to the show. Hey, Laura, how are you? Hey, Cody, I'm doing really well. Thanks so much for having me today. Well, I thank you for doing this. Uh, 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 as we said off air. Uh, 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 we've both been 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 uh, looking forward to this for a long time. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I've I've followed your kind of pages on Instagram and Twitter, and I know like a lot of my kind of songwriter friends too have been on it, and so it's just real fun to have have having been listening to the show for a while to finally now be on it. I'm really excited. Uh, well, uh, it's always fun when we can get get. Uh, you people listening to the show, it's always fun, you know? Yeah, for sure. I'm really excited. So, uh, before we get get uh, started with, with uh, things today and talk about your, your uh, brand new EP, um, just kind of uh, tell the listeners uh, how you got into music in the first place. Yeah, sure. Um, so yeah, I've been playing music, I guess, I started piano lessons when I was about six or seven, Um Actually, if you remember, like, the Goosebumps series, um, there was one in that mm-hmm. called Piano Lessons Can, Can Be Murder. Um, and I read that when I was, like, six or seven with my mom. And ever since then, I had, like, a urge to play piano, even though it was, like, a scary story for some reason that made me really want to <laughs> play. And so I, after a whole summer of kind of begging her for a piano and lessons, she kind of caved and signed me and my sister and herself actually all up for lessons. And so I kind of grew up doing that and started drums in the school band. Um, in fifth grade and did percussion all through high school and college, um, got into songwriting and, um, yeah, I guess towards the end of high school, um, and then played in some bands in Western Massachusetts and then moved down to Nashville a few years ago and kind of got more into the songwriting scene. So yeah, music has been a big part of my life for a long time. Yeah. And, and I noticed you said you were a drummer since fifth grade. Yes. Yeah. So it was I. I played drums oh, really? from, from a fifth grade, from a fifth grade all through high school in the high school band. Oh, nice. Did you do you have like a favorite kind of type of percussion? Just because that's so broad, broad well, in terms of like timpani and snare and mallets and all that. Uh, I was in the pit in high school, so I pretty much played it all. Okay. <laughs> but, Excellent. Excellent. But, uh, but, yeah, I mean, uh, as far as favorites go. Uh, yeah. I couldn't pick a favorite because, cause, cause like I said, I've played it all. 
Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, no, that's uh, always fun to be like a fellow drummer, especially a percussion, kind of more the classical percussion mm-hmm. band uh, player. And and uh, and it's funny because another uh, another former guest on the show uh, is actually. Uh, uh, she was actually a drummer herself in high school too, so so oh. it makes at least two of you out there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe, maybe it's more common than you think, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. Uh, so uh, I wanted to talk about uh, the before we get into uh, the kind of kind of uh, fun questions I had for you. I want to talk about mm-hmm. about your a brand new single, Spin. Yeah. This was written by a a well, it was co-written by a a, a mutual friend of ours. Mhm. Yeah. So um, I met Mary Cutter at like the Nashville Songwriter Association, um, and she had a song a few years ago called "Dare You," that continually mm-hmm. to this day still gets stuck in my head all the time. Um, but yeah, I just remember <laughs> kind of talking to her about that, and we ended up writing together. And I think we met twice to kind of write the song spin and yes, yeah, been kind of the song we came up with and we both then you know, kind of that like classic writing song of like, so, or, or like writing question of like, um, what do you want to write today? And we kind of thought about just more of a happy love song. Um, so I think we had the first verse and the chorus. Um, and Mary is amazing, especially with, with the melodies. Um, and I love too that Mary is more of a country artist where I'm a little bit more pop and folk based. And so I, I don't think I could have written spin on, on my own because she just brought this whole other country feel and country melodies um, to it. So that was really fun to kind of create that with her. Um, and then, yeah, after we finished, I had this feeling of like this, th- that was the first song I'd written with somebody in Nashville that I knew I wanted to use for myself. Um, so that was a pretty special moment too, just knowing that I had done that co-writing thing right <laughs> really well in terms of suiting something that I might put out. So yeah, it was a really positive, really fun write. I think we did over two sessions um, together, and it was really upbeat and positive. And so, yeah, I, I love that it made it on this on this project. And you actually had had a in the video. You had had a a fun way of working Mary in the video, didn't you? <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I I created a music video for the song Spin too, and the idea of it that it was more kind of recreating the process of writing a song with somebody and then recording it in the studio. Um, but Mary wasn't available that night in person. So we thought it'd be funny. And, and I kind of, you know, messaged her about it and made sure she was cool with that idea too. But so I found a picture of her and put it in a frame and kind of had it on the couch to like reenact the co-writing scene. And so like when my friend Wilson was shooting it, I was actually talking in the picture of like, oh yeah, let's write it like this and kind of just <laughs> recreating a co-write, which was, pretty fun um and then mary also sings harmonies on the kind of final record of spin two and i have like a video from on my phone from the day she was in the studio with me and my producer ben so we use that part of that in the music video too to kind of get her part in the studio as well so even though she couldn't be there in person she was there virtually and on the couch in in picture form so that was really funny too and it cracked me up (laughs) and and i love the hashtag that you had uh, um, underneath the picture, uh, you had the uh, hashtag cut the mustard. I love that. Yes. <laughs> that was so hilarious. 
yeah, that cracked me up too. Yeah, yeah. And like, and like, I think we came up with that just kind of nickname or, you know, hashtag together that Tommy wrote just because her last name's Cutter and my last name's Mustard. And so it it felt like a natural hashtag to create together for the song. (laughs) So yeah, we definitely had fun with that video. (laughs) Right. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. I've known Mary probably past maybe uh, four or five years, and 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 you will not find a harder worker than Mary Cutter. Right? Yeah, she is always doing something and just either writing and and it's interesting. It's awesome too to follow her social media too and just her stories every day. She's kind of out there grinding, either doing writes or writers' nights or promo, and it's it's it, it, it's it's really cool how she kind of documents her day by day in terms of just seeing how much effort really goes into being a working songwriter and really making it in Nashville like she's doing because she's always into something for sure. Now, uh, I did have a, a few kind of uh, fun get-to-know-you questions, if you're okay with that. Sure, yeah, it sounds fun. Now, now um, I know you you have have – have a day job to, uh, to kind of kind of fund your music career, uh, but mm-hmm. uh, if you weren't in the music industry at all, uh, 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 oh, uh, uh, would you still have 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 uh, have uh, taken the the uh, the uh, path, uh, path to your uh, current day job, or or what other passions do you have? Yeah, that's a good question. Um, yeah, so right now I work as a speech pathologist when I'm not um, doing music, and it's usually with kids with speech and language disorders, um, a lot of kids with autism too, so it's a very busy job, but very rewarding for sure. But um, yeah, before I went into speech pathology, I was actually a music education major, and that's something I've always kind of had in the back of my, my mind too, Just to, and I've actually thought about, like kind of before the pandemic thing that has been this year um, I was looking into maybe trying to do like volunteer music lessons at a school in Nashville and just kind of wade into that more um, and kind of get into that side just to teach that a little bit but and that's still something I'd be interested in down the line so yeah maybe kind of looking into kind of teaching music and exploring that passion in, the, in a way um, but I guess yeah if, if, it, if it wasn't music related in terms of that passion um, I do love hiking and kind of visiting national parks and so maybe if I could be like a park ranger or something and kind of have a job where you're just outside in nature in these beautiful parks, that'd be pretty cool to you. So those are my alternate career path plans for my, for, for when I, for when uh, I grow awesome. up, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, and, and I also noticed um, that you said you were from, from uh, sort of the, the, uh, the Massachusetts area. Uh, well, mm-hmm. uh, I was uh, um, a couple of years ago. I visited Boston for the first time. Oh, nice! Uh, I I was actually up there for a a Red Sox game, and yeah, and and that area up there is just absolutely gorgeous. Yeah, yes. I'm. I'm. I'm and were you rooting for the Red Sox, or were you a Rooting for somebody else. <laughs> Very important question. Uh, full disclosure. A uh, full disclosure. I'm not a Red Sox fan, <laughs> but uh, okay. But, okay. Uh, I'll survive. <laughs> I figured. Well, well, I have a dream of seeing all 30 Major League Baseball stadiums. 
So, oh. uh, so I figured, you know what? Uh, if yeah. I'm going to do that, mm-hmm. if I'm going to see see all thirty major league teams, I figured I might as well uh, I root for the home team. Yeah. If I don't want to, if I don't want to be uh, driven out of the stadium by angry mobs and <laughs> pitchforks. <laughs> yeah, no, and that's and that's a fun one to see, like Fenway and the Green Monster and all that. Um, yeah, mm-hmm. I'm from Connecticut uh, um, originally, but I went to school in Western Massachusetts, which is like two hours kind of west of Boston. But being from Connecticut too, like we went to visit a lot, and my grandparents were from there, and I had an uh, uncle who lived up there, so I definitely have been to Boston a lot. My grandparents too were big Red Sox fans, so that was kind of ingrained in me <laughs> growing up, even though I kind of lived in the Yankees territory. <laughs> Tory of of right. Connecticut, so I was yeah. yeah I was ostracized in my own little Connecticut community for being a for being a Red Sox fan. I actually had a um, history teacher who threw my Red Sox hat out his window in high school, and I had to go get. Well, <laughs> so yeah, he was, okay. he was a big digger back in yeah 2004 with the whole um the, the, the that was the time they like oh, won yeah. the. Well, that was a big deal at the time. But, but anyway, yeah, I was mm-hmm. always a big, big Red Sox fan growing up. So that's, I'm glad that you got to see Fenway and experience that gloriousness for yourself, too. Yeah. But that's also a really cool bucket list idea of seeing all all 30, I guess, Major League stadiums, too. That sounds like a really fun journey to make. Uh, I've seen 29 so far. I just oh, wow. Uh, Look at you. Uh, I've only, uh I get to see Seattle, so okay. I'm I'm, uh, yeah. I'm hoping it comes next year. If this okay. if this uh, uh, pandemic gets itself together, you know. Yeah, yeah, that's a, that's a good kind of post pandemic plan to have, I guess. Whenever it's safe to travel to go out there and right. feel even better on the other side of it, <laughs> so that's a, that's a really fun plan to have down the line for sure. <laughs> right. Okay, uh, so. Another question I I had for you mm-hmm. was uh, mm-hmm. uh, if you could go back and change one thing about your career thus far, would you, mm-hmm. and what would it be? Ooh, that's interesting. Yeah, I guess I guess for the music side, um, maybe just trying to get to Nashville a little earlier than I did would be fun. Although I'm, I'm really grateful for the experience out in Western Massachusetts because I played in bands there, and that was kind of my first time touring and playing to like and, and, and like one of the bands I was in was in more of more of kind of a jam band feel so kind of learning that style of playing and that collaboration was really fun um but I guess just all the opportunities down here too for co-writing and playing out and things like that would be fun to just have more time with that down a little earlier but um yeah no I mean I'm really grateful for all that I've had in Nashville so far too though but more time in Nashville is always good. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, uh, and 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 I'm actually not too far from Nashville. I live about okay. uh, two and a half hours west of town. Um, I actually I have family that um, that lives about a fifteen or twenty minutes outside the city. So okay. So I always uh, have a couch to crash on pretty much every time I'm there. Which which I say you turn on hotels. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> nice. But, yeah, uh, but I mean, yeah. uh, Nashville is like, uh, Nashville is like my absolute favorite city in this world. Right. I, I love it so much over there. Yeah. Yeah. Cause like I just came down 
like a, I think it was 2013 on like a summer break just to visit for a week. Um, and I had a cousin who lived here at the time too. And actually my producer who made the CP I knew from uh, college who was down here. Um, but yeah, I was just planning to stay for a week, but I kind of fell in love with it and kept coming back like every break I had and then eventually moved here like a year later. So it definitely was one of those things where you're, you, you go to a place and you're like, yep, this is my city. This is where I need to be. And and I've been to Nashville so many times, it's just not even funny, you know? <laughs> yeah. Uh, That's awesome. Uh, so, so, uh, um, let me ask you this and then we'll, We'll get more into into your upcoming plans uh, and and talk about your your uh, EP that just dropped. But uh, sure. uh, when everything's said and done with your career, thirty, forty years down the road, or uh, or whatever that might be, uh, mm-hmm. uh, what impact or legacy would you like to leave on the music industry? Ooh, that's a good question. Long-term things. Um, yeah, I mean, um, I always try to write from, like, a really honest place. And actually, lately, it was interesting with this EP, but one of the songs that came out was more autobiographical. It's called Nobody's Road, and it's more about my experience with my kind of medical adventures, and I can jump into that more. But, like, this summer, I've been posting about that a little bit more, too, on my social media. And so mm-hmm. just trying, I guess, just bringing more awareness to that and just kind of showing a different side of that and that you can still create music and be someone with some special needs too. Like that's, that, that's not something I was planning on doing with this record, but it kind of just worked out that way. And so continuing to kind of write about those experiences and being honest about it, either kind of giving people who have similar issues a feeling of kind of being seen or just providing more awareness of it. That's something I've been proud of so far. And I definitely like to keep doing that and, maybe kind of in terms of brand or whatever, but just have people kind of be aware of that and have that be part of a legacy for sure. Just that openness around it and being a voice for it. And and, and I think that's awesome. And, and, and I have a ton of respect for you for that. Oh, thank you. Uh, and, and the reason, uh, the reason I asked that question is, is, mm-hmm. is I've been in this podcast game almost 10 years. Okay. Uh, wow, and and I've been covering uh, uh, um, the music industry about six years, and uh, okay, and I feel like uh, uh, regardless of what I do in this space, uh, regardless mm-hmm. of of I'm not in this for fame or or any of that. Uh, mm-hmm. I just want to be known uh, in this industry as just being a good dude, you know. Yeah, yeah, no, I, I've I've definitely always had that impression, especially kind of listening to your older podcasts and things, and just the things you post. And I think just too how much you kind of support this songwriting community. Even kind of hear that you don't directly live in Nashville and then you visit a lot, but you still do so much for the songwriting community and kind of lift people up. And they're definitely that positivity about you. Um, so yeah, that's definitely something I gravitated towards, for sure. So you're definitely keep it up. You're doing you're doing a great job with that for sure. I'm gonna go cry now. <laughs> uh, uh, um, anyway, but but yeah, uh, uh, and I tell this to all my guests. But uh, if there's ever anything I can do for you, 
whether that's a promotion for a new single or, or I mean, even out of the industry, uh, as a friend, I mean, um, don't mm-hmm. ever hesitate to reach out to me. Oh, of course. Thank you. I appreciate that. If there's anything I can do on my end, too, I'm definitely happy to help out any way I can, too. But that's I really appreciate that. That's very kind of you. Absolutely. Uh, and and I created this podcast uh, as a way for for uh, independent artists like yourself um, to come mm-hmm. on and uh, and share their stories and their music and, and just be heard uh, yeah. in an industry where where that's not always the case. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, because this is kind of my first time, like heavily promoting something that I've created um, and just kind of, so mm-hmm. for me, it was like my first time kind of getting into that promotional marketing side and just trying to kind of stand out or make yourself known a little bit. And then to throw on like a pandemic that started in the middle of it too. So the industry changed a lot in terms of touring and even like a lot of writers I reached out to you, like I'm not really doing this right now or just things kind of got thrown even more. So even when things are going well, it can be hard to kind of, make your music heard a little bit. So I definitely appreciate you being a voice for that and letting people share their stories and their music too, because that's harder to do when you're uh, independent, for sure, and, as I'm learning. And, <laughs> and, and, and something I love seeing, I see this all the time on social media, uh, mm-hmm. where where the the established artists mm-hmm. like the uh, 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 Kelsey Bellarini of the world or Carly Pierce mm-hmm. or somebody will... Yeah. I reach out to the the uh, upcoming artists like yourself and just yeah for words of support. You know, I love that. Yeah, yeah. No, that definitely makes means a great deal when people or like and, and, and like I think like a few years ago, like like uh, Taylor Swift had like some like um, playlist she just put out, but a lot of them were kind of unknown, kind of indie artists, and you know, someone as big as her kind of reaching out and giving people more of that kind of spotlight is nice and even yeah people like Carly Pierce and Kelsey Ballerini too and especially these strong women in country music where that can be hard too as a woman in the arts and especially in this kind of industry where it is more male dominated to see people who have kind of made it and have some light reaching out to help others around them definitely means a lot for sure I would definitely love to keep paying that forward as I go too and 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 I'm the same way. I mean, uh, mm-hmm. if I believe in you and what you're doing, I'll be your yeah. your your biggest cheerleader and your biggest champion. You know? Yeah. Yeah. No, you're you're doing it. From what I've seen on you, know, just the things you promote and the way that you share people's new music and things like that, I think you're definitely definitely a cheerleader and definitely a very supportive person in this industry, and that's amazing. Or definitely very grateful to have you kind of. Just all that support out there means a lot. Absolutely. Uh, okay, so uh, it, in the next uh, uh, few minutes or so, uh, I want to talk a little. I talk a little bit about your 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 uh, treehouse EP. Now, sure. I'm one of those people, <laughs> and I'm weird in this in this uh, uh, respect. I'm kind of weird in this, but I'm one of those people who who. Enjoys nothing more than, uh, than 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 listening to a full EP or a full album yeah. top to bottom. Yeah, yeah, that's definitely and, kind of a lost art. <laughs> and 
and I know the industry these days uh, is is more singles driven than it is, say, a, say like I said, a, a full album to full EPs. I know it's more it's more mm-hmm. singles driven, and and and, and like you said, uh, um, uh, being able to uh, listen to or or put out a a full body of work is is it's sort of a lost start, like you said, and yeah. and. And 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 I for one think that's disappointing, you know. Yeah. Mhm. Yeah, it's interesting to watch it kind of switch back and forth. We're like in the kind of fifties and sixties. Like I'm really into Motown music too. That's a big influence. But back then it was a bit more single driven. And then I think just as the technology changed, the albums and LPs kind of got bigger. And then now with streaming, it's kind of gone back to more of the singles and shorter attention spans and things, which is interesting too to kind of how to hook people in and get them interested, but hopefully you can also guide them to more of the deep cuts too that are there and maybe even show them a full, you know, piece of work, which is exciting. Or like, I know someone like, I think, I think John Mayer, like a few years ago with his album, he put it, he essentially put it out in like three smaller EPs. We released it like four songs at a time to try to kind of captivate people attention more. So it's just interesting to see how people are kind of still making full bodies, but trying to find different ways to promote it, maybe in smaller kind of bite sizes to still keep people uh, entertained, I guess. But so it's interesting to just watch that shift and watch it change and go back and forward over time. Yeah. And, and, and I know the industry is always changing and, and it'll, mm-hmm. it'll uh, hopefully get back to the, Back to the 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 a full body of work, like you said, it it it'll get there. I know it will. Um, mm-hmm. And like I said, the industry is always changing. But uh, uh, I'm going to be honest with you. Uh, 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 nine times out of ten, uh, uh, my favorite song on on an album or an EP uh, will not end up being a single, and it'll just be a a, a deep album cut. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know. I'm, um, I def- yeah. Uh, I know. I'm. I'm weird in that aspect too. I'm weird, you know. But it just is what it is, you know. Yeah. No, I can appreciate that too, and it's interesting. Like when I was picking what singles to do. Like I didn't consciously do this, but the two songs that kind of ended up not being singles that were more deep cuts were the kind of more emotional, emotional, vulnerable songs with those kind of deeper themes. Um, so it's, it's interesting that like the ones you kind of push out in the world to kind of be your cheerleader, your kind of representative, usually are a little bit more light or upbeat. Um, but sometimes getting more of the meat of the intensity, I guess, of the songwriting can be on those deep cuts. So it's definitely I like that you're one of those who takes the time to kind of listen to everything on there, even though if it's not a big single, because there can be a lot of kind of hidden gems on those kind of non-promoted ones for sure. And, and, and I have the EP, of course I have the EP. Uh, 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 <laughs> what kind of, uh, what kind of uh, host would I be if I didn't have the EP? But anyway, uh, <laughs> uh, I've, I've listened to it uh, up to, up to my bottom multiple times, and I just love it. Oh, thank you. <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, 
a last question I've got for you, then I think we're gonna gonna uh, wrap things up. Well, uh, two questions actually. Uh, first question is, uh, what's coming up for you after after the whole whole uh, publicity from from uh, from this this uh, Treehouse EP dies down? Um, do you have any any more uh, uh, plans for another EP or another a full album in the works? Yeah, so um, yeah, I'll probably kind of do promo for like the rest of this month at least, and then maybe take a little bit of a break. But I am kind of brainstorming the next project already. I think I have kind of half the songs I want on it, um, and I kind of already have a title in mind and kind of a theme too. So I'm hoping to kind of write the rest of the songs around it that kind of complement that theme, which is kind of what I did for Treehouse too. I just like the title so much and the imagery around it, and kind of just ran with that. Mm-hmm. And so it's kind of a similar part. Um, but yeah, and then hopefully get back into the studio around that maybe next spring or so and see what that kind of leads to and hopefully putting out another project next year as well. So I definitely do want to keep riding this and putting out more more music as much as I can. And 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 the last question I had for you uh is mm-hmm. is there anything that we uh, haven't covered today that you'd like to talk about? Um, I mean I, yeah we talked a it was a really cool conversation going from I I like I, I like it was kind of um, kind of getting to know you, icebreaker questions too are fun, and then kind of getting into the EP. Um, and Spin is is the last single that I wrote with Mary, and there's a music video around that, which is awesome. And then there's music videos for the other singles too that are out there, which are Treehouse, Nobody's Road, and Eager, um, which are kind of fun. And Treehouse, that that video goes back and forth in time, and we had actors, and it's filmed in like a real treehouse, and so that was a whole new experience for me. So that's kind of fun that that's out in the world. And you can see all those on my YouTube. Um, and then, of course, if you want to listen to the whole EP and hear all six songs and the deep cuts, definitely uh, take time to do that, too. So, yeah, just kind of summarizing awesome. the whole <laughs> the whole project. But, uh, yeah, it's really fun to have that out there now. That's awesome. Well, uh, this has been so much fun, Laura. Uh, thank you again yeah. for doing this. Of course, yeah. Thank you for having me. I really appreciate it. It's been a lot of fun. Absolutely, and 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 again, like I said earlier, if there's anything that I can ever do for you, don't ever hesitate to reach out. Sure. Thank you so much. I'll definitely keep that in mind and let you know too when the next project has dates and plans and more more of a formulated plan around it. But um. But, yeah, this has been really fun to talk about this project at least. And, yeah, if there's anything on my end you ever need to, feel free to reach out. And when it's safe to kind of meet up in person down the line, too, and if you ever are in Nashville, it would be fun to, like, get coffee when it's safe to go back in coffee shops. That would be really fun to kind oh, of Oh, I'll definitely take you up and, on that. Yeah. I'll right? definitely take you up on that. Uh, Excellent. But, yeah, uh, uh, and you've got a uh, – Open invitation to the show anytime that you want to come back on. Okay. Okay. Yeah, that's good to know. Thank you. Good to know. Thanks. I'll. Uh, I think I'm gonna gonna uh, let you go and let you get back to your evening. But uh, sure. But again, this has been just 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 a great talking to you. Yeah. No, I had a blast. This was really fun today, and I appreciate you having me on and letting me talk about this project and the Red Sox and all the things in between. This is a really fun conversation. I like all the places it went. <laughs> all right. I'll, I'll talk to you later, Laura, okay? All right. Thanks so much. I'll talk to you later, Cody. You have a good day. All right. Bye. All right. Bye. Well, 
Hope you guys enjoyed our interview with uh, the lovely Miss Laura Mustard. Um, before I get off here, I did want to uh, 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 mention next week's show. Uh, and I know we're coming to you today a, little, a tad later than usual. Uh, that was uh, because of Laura's schedule. But um, uh, next Tuesday at 4.30 Central, we, uh, we welcome the the um, incredibly talented Miss uh, Miss uh, Caitlin Quisenberry to the show. So I think with that, um, I think I'm going to end the episode right here. Uh, you've been listening to uh, Weekdays with Mark. Thank you and goodbye.